You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 125. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today we are talking about wowing your customers, your students, if you are selling online training programs. Now, wowing your students is sometimes a little bit different than how you can wow somebody if you have a brick and mortar store and they come in and they get to meet you and buy from you and they're buying physical products. It's even different than if you're selling physical products online and how you can wow people that way. Because in that case, you're mailing something to them and they're getting it in the mail and you can wow them with so many different things in a physical sense. But when you have an online training program, it's a little bit of a different experience. Here's the great news. I think it's way easier than you think. So I'm not going to inundate you with a million different ideas that you can apply to your business to wow your students. However, I am going to give you some solid, actionable tips that you can walk away from this episode today and apply them instantly. That's how easy some of these tips are. Some of the tips you might have to do a little bit of digging, a little bit of researching, but it's very, very doable. So the reason why I'm creating this episode is that recently I have been planning a trip to Italy. I'm going with the Duncans. Many of you know, Devin Duncan is my business partner and I'm going with Melanie and Devin and my husband, Hobie to the Italian Riviera. We're going for 10 days in September. I can't wait. It's going to be a great experience, but I needed to buy some things for my Italy trip. Quite honestly, Melanie Duncan is really, really fancy. And she talked me into getting a few things that I'm going to want on this trip. So two things happened. One, she got me turned on to this site called Net-A-Porte, or if you're more simpler like me, Net-A-Porter. Most girls know this site if they like to shop online. And when you buy from Net-A-Porter, they will send you your package in two ways. One, just really in a simple way, in a box, just a you know regular box with some tissue paper or for free, you can choose the fancy way, which is this beautiful black box with a special ribbon on top. And then you open it up and it's all packaged nicely inside. Now, this little thing, the fact that every time I order from this site, it comes in this beautiful black box with a bow on it. It just gets me excited. I am excited to open that package and I paid for it. I mean, it's not like someone sending me a gift, but I just love the fancy experience that comes inside this black box. And when this came to me, I thought this is a great time to talk about wowing your customers when you're selling an online training program, because the feeling I get when I order from the site online just makes me want to go back and order more and more to Hobie's huge demise. He's hoping I don't order anything more, (laughs) but I'm ordering some things for him too, by the way. But anyway, this whole experience got me thinking, I think we should be very mindful of how we are treating our students inside our online courses. Now, before I get into five different things that you can do to wow your students, 
I wanted to kind of set the stage with some customer service stats that might kind of blow your mind because when we did research for this episode, they definitely blew my mind. Now, I'm going to talk a lot about what bad customer service does in terms of really benefiting your competitor. And the reason I chose that angle is because many of you have been coming to me saying, okay, Amy, I want to create an online course, but so many people are already doing what I want to do. So really, I probably shouldn't create the course. And I'm always saying, of course you should. We all bring a special, unique talent or skills or our personality is different from someone else. So we're all bringing something special to the table. Imagine if I said, you know what? I'm not going to create these programs because other people are doing it. I wouldn't have a webinar course. I wouldn't have a course on courses. I wouldn't have a list building course. And I sure as heck would never have a Facebook course because everybody already did it before me. So one of the things that allows you to stay in the game and stay above your competition is wowing your students from the get-go before they even buy, but then even more importantly, once they put down cash and say, yes, I want your program. So let me give you some of these stats. 40% of customers begin purchasing from a competitor because of their reputation for great customer service. That's from Zendesk. So basically, if your competitor gets a really good reputation for great customer service, you could lose some of your students or potential students. So that's why you always have to have the best reputation for customer service. Now, here's some other stats. 53% switch because they feel unappreciated. That's from New Voice. I'll put some of these stats in the show notes. 42% switch because they are put off by rude or unhelpful staff. 32% switch because they are fed up with speaking to multiple agents. 29% switch because they are annoyed by a lack of staff knowledge. That's a big one when you have an online course. 25% switch because they are tired of being kept on hold. Now that one probably isn't happening in terms of most of us don't have people on the phone with students all the time. However, instead of being kept on hold, I bet a lot of people switch because they're not getting a response from their support emails. I'm sure that happens a lot. So in order to make sure that your students are not switching to your competitor or even worse, your potential students aren't losing interest in you because you haven't been responsive. So they're going someplace else We've got to make sure that we wow our students from the get-go. And remember, when you wow your students, they're going to tell other people about you. I think so much of my business, although it's hard to really track, comes from people telling their friends, hey, Amy took really good care of us. Her programs are impeccable. They're full of detail. She's always giving more than she says she's going to give. You should go check it out. That's the kind of thing that I strive for every single day. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to outline five different ways that you could wow your students once they have actually laid down the cash and said, yep, I want to be part of this program. Now I've talked about some of these things before in different episodes, but what I wanted to do here is really make it clear to you that these things are pretty simple and they are doable. You can put every single one of these ideas into your next online program. But here's the kicker. You've got a plan for this stuff. You can't let it be an afterthought. It's very obvious when customer service 
is an afterthought after somebody sells their online program. They're so worried about putting together their content and then launching their content that the last thing they're thinking about is, well, how am I going to support these people once they join my program? And how am I going to show them that they are genuinely appreciated and that I just didn't want to take their money and run? That's not what any of us want to do. However, if you don't plan for the customer experience, it's going to feel like you took the money and ran. And that's the last thing you want to do, right? So let's jump into these five ways that you can wow your students inside your online training course. The first thing you want to do is you want to welcome your students properly. And I have three ways that you can do this. And I want you to actually consider doing all three of these tips I'm going to give you. Now, the first tip is to send out a welcome email. And some of you are like, yeah, Amy, no brainer. Of course, I'm going to send out a welcome email. But hold your horses here because many times what has happened when I've joined somebody else's online training program is that the first email I get is from the platform. So for example, it might be from wishlist member and the email is really cookie cutter saying, here's your username and login, enjoy the program. And then Sometime after that, maybe 10, 15 minutes after that, I might get a real welcome email from the course creator that's a little bit more personal. But what I want you to be really aware of is that very first email they get after they've paid you should never, ever come from your platform. It should always come from you. So what I like to do is I like to find a way that my membership site never emails my students. This is kind of like the tech stuff behind the scenes. You could figure it out, but I want to make sure that that first email and the only welcome email they get is from me. So we use wishlist member and we found a way to kind of work on the back end so that the email that comes to my students is 100% from me. It's a personal email that I've written in advance and we have merged the username and password into that email. So there's no separate email that's coming from wishlist member to my new students. I hate that way because it's not personal. And sometimes it gets really confusing when people get two emails. So if you can figure out a way that it's just one email and it's your personal welcome with the merged username and password, definitely do it. I had to ask for help. I couldn't figure it out myself, but it was a pretty easy strategy once we kind of figured out how to make it work. And now we do it every time. In the past, years ago, I used to have that email come from Wishlist Member, and I hated that process. So finally, I thought, why am I doing this? I need to find a better way. So that little tweak makes a huge difference. Now, I also want you to infuse your personality in that welcome email, and you are a cheerleader at that point because buyer's remorse is alive and well. It happens all the time, especially when you're selling online training courses because there's nothing tangible for them. So right away, they can start doubting their decision. So what you want to do is be their cheerleader, offer inspiration, encourage them to jump in right away and make sure they know they've made the best decision possible for them and their relationship or their business or their body or whatever it might be. You want to seal the deal in that welcome email. It is incredibly important and it should come within 15 minutes of them actually giving you their credit card information. So that's one. The second way to welcome them properly is a welcome video when they log in to the members area. 
Now, this is something that I can actually improve on, and I definitely plan to do so in the near future. So here's what I mean. When you log into my programs, there's always a welcome video and you hear my voice and I take you through the membership site. And my number one goal is to make sure you know how to navigate through the membership site, which is incredibly important. But what I could do better and what I'm encouraging you to do as well is I think some of that welcome video should be direct to camera. I think people should see us even if our program is just audio and slides, which is what my programs are. I still think that you all should see me right from the get-go so you can see my sincerity of welcoming you and you have that personal connection. You know you're not alone. And I could talk to you about what to expect throughout the program. And then I could go to showing you inside the members area and how to navigate. So I really only need to be on camera a few minutes. You all know my love-hate relationship with video, but I'm getting over it. I think it's incredibly important. So a welcome video right when people log into your members area, I think is a must. And then the third way to wow your audience, this is going above and beyond and will cost you some money, is to possibly consider sending out a thank you card, like a physical thank you card. I've done this many, many times. We've kind of gotten away from it with my last few programs. And I think the reason for that is we've done so many programs in such a short period of time, we felt a little bit rushed. And so this one kind of fell off and I want to get back to it, but I've done it tons and tons of times with the Profit Lab. And I use a company called Bond, B-O-N-D and bond.co. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's a little pricey, but here's why I love it. You actually write the thank you note in your handwriting, and then you send it to Bond, and they have this machine so that every card is in your handwriting, and it genuinely looks like you wrote it. Now, people are going to know you didn't write, let's say, 100 or plus cards to people, but I love that it truly is in my handwriting. It's my personal message. It's beautifully designed. And it's really quality. And when I sell a $1,000 program, I can afford to spend a little money sending out a personal thank you card. Now, here's the thing. Yes, it costs some money, and you've got to decide that and plan it in your budget in advance. And there's tons of other companies you can look into that are not as expensive as Bond. But the most important thing here is that you've got to plan ahead for this. So this is not an afterthought. So before we even launch a program, if we're going to use something like Bond, Travinia has already planned how it's going to work. She's already had me write my personal note. She sent it to Bond. They're ready to go. And she knows the process of uploading the list of our new buyers. So it's a process that's happening as we're launching. And that's how you wow your students. You don't make it an afterthought. If that thank you card came two months later, it wouldn't be as powerful, right? So just something to think about. Now, do you want some major, major extra credit points? Well, if you are, let's say, launching your first course and you know it's going to be a small one, so maybe you know you're only going to have 10, 15, 20 people in your first course, I'd get on the phone. I would make personal phone calls to every single one of them. And yes, it's going to take some time. And most of the time you'll just leave a message, but sometimes they will answer and they're going to want to talk. So be prepared. But imagine what an impact that would make. I would definitely do this. Let's say if you were filling up a mastermind or a small group coaching program, I would definitely get on the phone and make those personal calls. This is kind of a side note, but I remember when I went through B-School as an affiliate and I ended up in the top three 
And Marie Forleo had tons and tons of affiliates. So I know she couldn't do this with everybody. It just wasn't practical. But I got a personal phone call from her the day her cart closed. And she thanked me for my efforts and my time that I put into her promotion. And I've never, ever forgotten that. She hasn't done it every year. It was just a special year. She just probably felt compelled to get on the phone. I know she probably called a few people, but it really meant something to me. And I got to share with her my experience, which I think was valuable for her. So those calls can go a long way. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. All right. So moving on to number two, because number one is welcome them properly. Number two is surprise them right from the get-go. So when it comes to wowing your audience, the unexpected is incredibly powerful. That's when you start to hear, wow, she really, really gives more than I expected. And you always want to hear that inside your online training programs. And so how can you apply this? How can you do the unexpected? Well, one of the easiest ways is you can include a piece of content in your members area 
that your audience wasn't expecting. I've done this a lot by adding extra bonuses right from the get-go when people join my program. And this always gets your audience excited and it builds loyalty and trust. So a lot of the times this has happened by accident for me where I've launched my program and I'm in the launch and I realize, you know what? There's this question that keeps popping up with people before they join my program. I didn't address it in my program, but I can create a video about it really quick. It takes me 20 minutes. I make a video about, let's say this one topic that keeps coming up, put it in the bonus area of my member site. And then when I welcome my new students, I can add a PS that says, I added a little extra piece of content you're not expecting. I think you're going to love it. Here's how to find it. So that can be something you plan for. I stumbled upon it by accident, but now I try to plan it from the very beginning. Now, I talk a lot about Tony Robbins, and the reason I do that is because I got a lot of my ideas and a lot of my experience for when I worked with him. But a lot of what he did in his business was incredibly successful. So I hope you all find these little nuggets valuable to you as well. But two things that I did while I was at Robbins I thought were really, really good. One of the things was I learned about stick strategy and stick strategy is basically giving your students something unexpected that keeps them engaged. Now the stick strategy can happen right away like that extra bonus you added that they didn't expect. So it keeps them there engaged right from the get go. Or you can use a stick strategy where you tell them about an extra thing you're adding, but you tell them it will be released usually like in 30 days or 60 days, which happens to be coincidentally, but not so much coincidentally when the refund period ends. So you're keeping them engaged to get them past that important hurdle of, "Mm, I don't know, I'm not too into this program. I haven't used it yet. I'm going to ask for a refund. You're keeping them engaged saying, I've got something great. Maybe it's like a live webinar or whatever, just for your students right around the time that that refund period's coming up. So there's different things you can do, but stick strategies are incredibly valuable. Another thing that we did is that when we were launching, I think it was the new Money Masters program. It was right around the time that I was getting ready to leave and start my own business, but we were launching some kind of online training program. And I think it was Frank Kern, but I can't remember. Now it all seems a little foggy, but the point still stands. I think it was Frank that had the idea to send people two cookies in a baggie as well as a card and said, hey, enjoy your new program. So they added this little treat. We found a company that made these cookies and packaged them nicely and sent them out to the new students so that when they're watching the content, they could have a little treat. And so, yes, this took money. Maybe you don't have it in your budget, but that's like going the extra mile, sending them something physical, even though the entire program is online. That definitely is an option. You just got to be really mindful of your budget and make sure that you can afford to do these little extra steps. You don't have to do that extra one, sending them something physical in the mail, but it would be kind of cool. Okay, moving on to number three, show up to keep the momentum. Now, I have talked about this one again and again in so many different things that I do on this podcast, so I won't go too deep here, but I want to remind you that when you show up for your students after they've purchased, that is what matters the most. And what I mean by that is that if you're going to have a private Facebook group, you've got to jump in that group regularly. For me, it's one day a week. I do a live Facebook session. And then throughout the week, I sprinkle in some 
audio answers to some of their questions and I type in responses to some of their questions. So I'm active in my signature groups, webinars that convert and courses that convert. They're my most expensive programs. So I make sure that I show up regularly there. Now, what's so important about this is that so many people complain that when they've purchased an online course, there was no extra real support afterwards. I mean, they would tell me, yeah, I could email support, but it would take forever for people to get back to me. And I never heard from the instructor. I would just hear from the team. And I think it's important that you all see me and hear from me on a pretty regular basis once you've joined my big signature programs. Now, I've said this before, but if it's like List Builders Lab or my Facebook program, because I can't be everywhere all the time, I tend to have my team support those groups and they do a really good job of supporting those groups. So I'm not active in those groups. However, I am active in my bigger programs just because I had to kind of choose where I'm going to spend my time and where I can make the biggest impact. So I believe that it is incredibly important for you to have a private Facebook group for your course if that makes sense to what kind of course you're creating. And I think that you need to schedule time to get in there a few times a week to be incredibly active. Now, in an ideal world, I'd be in there every day. It just can't happen. I can't get enough work done if I were in my groups every day because anybody who's had a private group knows that once you're in the group and you're answering some questions, it's like you're sucked in there because you want to help everybody. If you're anything like me, you have this little ping of guilt like, oh my God, but what about that question and that question? So I've had to really, really manage my emotions with these private Facebook groups. So now I feel good about, look, I'm going to declare when I'm there. I'm going to continue to be consistent with my Facebook live sessions. I do Q and A's also something that you can do to help keep the momentum. Cause that's what tip number three is all about is that you can do a little bit of mini training inside your private Facebook groups as well. So here's what I mean by that. I typically do live Q&A sessions with my private Facebook groups. I'll jump on Facebook Live in my private group and I'll say the day before, hey, post all your questions. I'm going to do a live Q&A tomorrow. I'm typically on for about 45 minutes just answering a bunch of random questions. But tomorrow in my webinars that convert group, I want to teach them something. I want to teach them how to use Facebook live sessions on their page to fill up their webinars. And there's some little nuances of how to change your Facebook live session to make sure that it's going to help you fill up your webinars. So I'm going to teach them something new. Some of the people that are in the program just started because it's on an automated webinar. Some other people have been in it for about six months now. And so whoever is in the group, whenever they joined, they're going to find this little nugget of new content really valuable, which will wow some people. They'll love it. They'll find it makes a big impact in what they're doing. And they know that I am there. I am there and I am showing up. That's a simple way to wow your audience and keep them moving forward. Okay. So let's see here. Number four is hire people pleasers for your support role. Now, people pleasers get a bad rap, right? I'm pretty sure I'd probably be considered a people pleaser. However, in a support role, I actually love those people on my team that love to support other people. Now, I have hired a staff and I have a really small team, as you guys know, I've talked about it many times, but I have hired a staff that love, love, love to help other people. And not everybody on my team is perfect for that. But those that are in a support role are definitely perfect. 
Just the other day, Travinia, who many of you know, I've talked about Travinia. She's like my head support role inside my business. She told me, she said, Amy, I know it's weird, but we haven't done webinars in a while. And the webinar we did yesterday, I loved being in the chat. It was so fun. It fired me up. I loved answering everyone's questions and chatting with them and having a good time. And that was music to my ears. She genuinely enjoys that. I don't know if I would genuinely enjoy manning a chat for an entire webinar. I don't know if that would be my favorite thing, but she loved it. And that's how I know I have the right people in the right roles. I also have another support role, Kate. And Kate gets really excited when someone sends me like a little love letter. So if they tell me how I made a difference in their life or they've changed some habits because of what they've learned or little things that she hears that I would never see unless she sent them to me, she gets super excited and she'll slack me the message. Like, Amy, you've got to read this. You made such an impact for this person's life. I just love it. I wanted to share it with you. And her enthusiasm is exactly what people feel on the other line. So like when they're emailing and they hear from Kate. So I tell you all of this because if you are not hearing, wow, your team is amazing or your team is just impeccable. Your customer service is fantastic. If you never hear that, there might be a problem because on a regular basis, I hear about Travinia and Kate and Lindsay, who's my community manager inside my groups. I hear about these girls from all of you a lot, and that's important. So the reason I wanted to add this fourth tip, hire people pleasers for your support role is to remind you, if you're not getting feedback about your amazing support, you're probably not doing an amazing job. So either look for it more, maybe they are saying it and you're not seeing it, or look at your team and ask yourself, is your team genuinely excited to wow the pants off of potential students and current students? Do they get a little high off of being so incredibly nice that it's almost too sweet sometimes? I love that. I love when my team is just overly, genuinely nice to people. That's important to me. Also, they tend to be, or they are, they don't tend to be, they 100% are an extension of you. So who's ever emailing in a support role in your business is essentially you, just an extension of you. So if you don't like that person or you don't like their style, you got to move them out of that role. And if you don't have anybody and it's all you, well, it's time to get a little extra support. It should not be all you. Imagine what you could be doing if you weren't answering a bunch of support emails. And I'm going to guess that your response time is a little bit delayed because you're stretched too thin. So, so much to think about there. But ultimately, if you're not hearing some good feedback about your amazing customer support on a regular basis, and they're not calling out your support team by name, I would rethink the whole thing and just make sure you have the right people in the right roles. And number five, so we're in the home stretch, reward your students' loyalty. Now, this one has to do with your current students and how to make them feel extra special the next time you come out with a new program, product, or service. So REI. REI has an amazing loyalty program. Hobie absolutely loves it. So when he buys a new pair of hiking boots, he always gets a little extra cash in the mail that he can use the next time he goes shopping at REI. He loves that store. Now, I never go to that store. I am not a camper. It's definitely a joke in our family. Like, don't take me out in the wilderness. It's not my thing. However, I needed some rainbow flip-flops. I'm a California girl. Anyone in California, you guys know rainbow flip-flops, right? 
And REI sells all these different kinds. So with Hobie at the fire station, one day I decided I'm just going to go into REI and I need two pairs of rainbows. So I go in there and they're expensive. They're like $50 or something to flip-flop. It's ridiculous. I know. Gosh, I sound like a huge shopper on this episode. I promise you that's not my style, but I guess in this case, it just happens to be lately. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, I go up there and I put my flip-flops on the counter and she says, do you have a loyalty program phone number hooked up to REI? And I'm like, well, I bet my husband does. So I give him Hobie's phone number. And they're like, oh, you've got like $60. And I said, really? Let's use it. Not even thinking. So they apply the $60 loyalty dollars to my order. And now I'm just paying a few extra dollars for these expensive flip-flops. And I walk out thinking like, I just got a great deal. And then I realized I just spent my poor husband's loyalty dollars that he's probably been saving for like over a year. I felt like the worst wife ever. I had to call Hobie and say, I just did something so selfish and I didn't even think about it because I love a good deal. Luckily, he just laughed, but I didn't think that was very nice that I did that. Bad wife for sure, but thank God he wasn't very mad. But anyway, getting back to the point, loyalty and treating your students as though they're extra special because they are already a student is a really important thing to wow them. So when you have an online training program, here's some easy ideas that you can apply to this wowing experience. Number one is when I launched the Profit Lab, I had a 12-month enrollment period, meaning you were enrolled for 12 months and then your enrollment expired. The reason for that is I was updating that program because there was so much of it having to do with Facebook that it was almost like a new program every year. So what I did Almost near the end of when that program was still live, it's no longer live, but near the end, about the last year, I decided I'm going to deep discount anybody that wants to come and re-enroll in the Profit Lab. It was a huge success. I think I talked about this in one of my launch recaps on my podcast episode for Profit Lab, but it was a huge success because it was a deep enough discount that people thought, well, if there's a little bit of overlap, something I've already learned, that's okay because I'm not paying full price. And I think that my Profit Lab students felt really appreciated, like, oh, that's so cool. You recognize me as being part of the family, and now you're giving me this deep discount. So that was huge. I mean, we actually made $40,000 more, if I can remember that number. I think it was $40,000 more in the launch than we expected by just offering this extra special discount. And many of those people probably wouldn't have enrolled if we didn't offer it. So it made a big difference. Here's another thing I've done. When I launched Courses That Convert, my last program I launched, anyone that was part of Webinars That Convert, we did a very limited time offer of $100 off into my new program if you were already in Webinars That Convert. It was just like a really quick promo we did, but we reached out to them and said, look, we're going to offer this for a few days. If you want to take us up on it, you're already part of this program, so we're going to give you 100 bucks off the new program. And I typically don't do a lot of discounting, but I think it's important for my students to know I'm going to take care of them. Now, here's the real truth. I probably didn't need to offer that $100 off. It's not that much money that people would say, I wasn't going to buy, but now I am. Some people will say that, but not the majority. I probably could have made more money if I didn't offer that $100 discount. It's not about the money at this point. I mean, that's easy for me to say when I'm making over a million dollars on a launch. I get that. I I know perspective is important here. However, just for everybody listening, even when I wasn't making this much money, 
What was important to me is that those students felt really connected to me and knew that I'd take care of them and I wanted them to go on the journey with me. I want my students to go through all of my programs because that's the big picture of building an online training business. And so with that, I wanted to let them know that, hey, I know you're part of this already. I know you're in the trenches. So here's a little extra something for you. So change your perspective around that and you might be willing to offer those discounts. So that just made a huge difference in terms of how I could support those that were already loyal to my programs. Okay, so those are the five ways that you can wow your students. I'll repeat them one more time, but before I go there, one thing that goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, is that this all comes back to knowing who your core customer is. You know, you can't really support your students if you don't really get who they are and what they need. Because one of the best ways for you to wow your students is to anticipate where they're going to get stuck and what they will need from you. So just anticipating their challenges and working that into the welcome email or in your Facebook live sessions, or even mentioning something in the thank you letter, just knowing that you know where they are and you're acknowledging it makes a huge difference. So I've had some episodes about understanding and knowing your audience. And I'm going to link to those in the show notes at amyporterfield.com forward slash one, two, five. So I want you to go back and listen to some of those episodes. If you're still struggling with really knowing your avatar. Now, the final thing I'll say is that the easiest way, and this is important. So pay close attention here. The easiest way to wow your students when you have an online training program is very similar to how most of us would like to live our lives, give more than you take, and exceed all their expectations by being kind and generous and true to your word. And that's just kind of how most of us want to live our life, right? But I'll add one more thing to that. Wowing your students is a lot like what I was taught about being a good parent. In the end, it's not really about how much money you spend on your kids or even how much time you spend with them. Yep, I said that. It's ultimately about the quality of time you are present and you're there for them. So when Cade was a toddler, let's say four or five years old, the quality time that I spent with him meant that I had to get on the carpet and I had to play pirate ships with him. I remember it vividly. It was like 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. There I was on the carpet playing pirate ships. Now, I'm not patting myself on the back. I didn't necessarily love it, but I knew that that was important to him. Now, Cade would stay interested in me playing pirate ships for about 15 minutes until something way cooler, maybe the cartoons, caught his attention and he was done with me. But what mattered is that I got down there And I played for the amount of time that meant something to him. So same goes for your students inside your online course. The equivalent to sitting on the carpet and playing pirate ships is scheduling, let's say, 20 or 30 minutes to do some Facebook live sessions in your private group, being present and fully supportive for them. And this is not always easy. You have to change some habits to make it possible. I speak from a very personal experience with this. Recently on Instagram, they came out with Insta stories a a little while back, but I've been doing Insta stories. And on one of my Insta stories, I showed my viewers 
how I plan my day. And one of the things I said is that over the weekend, I schedule when I'm going to be live inside my private Facebook groups. This is a big deal to me because I've noticed if I don't schedule it in advance, I am not live in those groups. I skip a week. Just recently, this happened. So I have to put it on my calendar and I have to tell my team, this is when I'm going to show up. And so that's a habit I had to change in order to be fully present for all of you who are my students inside those courses. So you might have to look at some of your habits and how you plan things in order to make it happen. Now, as a side note, if you have been watching Insta stories and you're not following me on Instagram, I'm just Amy Porterfield on Instagram, and I have been doing them pretty regularly, taking people behind the scenes of my business. So follow me on Instagram if you want to see those live little video snapshots of behind the scenes. They're kind of fun, and I think I'm enjoying it, even though, like I said, I don't love video, but I'm starting to come around. So hopefully you'll meet me on Instagram so you can see some of those stories. Okay, so there you have it. The moral of the story is get on the carpet, play some pirate ship, and wow your students. How weird would that sound if I put that on social media? Very weird, but you get the point, right? You get why it's so incredibly important to be present and support your audience at a level that they never even expected from you. That's how you wow everybody who's inside your online course. Now, one more thing before we jump off. If you're enjoying these podcast episodes, I try to make each of them a mini training, especially when it's just me and I'm not interviewing somebody. I try to give you something incredibly actionable to take with you into your own online business. If you've been finding them valuable, I would love it if you would jump over to iTunes and give me a quick review. It will take just a few minutes. When you go to iTunes, just look for Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast by Amy Porterfield. You can give a quick review and it would mean the world to me. So if you have a few minutes, I would really appreciate it. I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. We've got even more good stuff in store for you. So I will see you then. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.